Hello, I'm Adam. And I'm Rob. And welcome to an interfestive special of the Hollowdale Media podcast. And we're on video. We're video recording it. Like yes, the it... people do on YouTube. Absolutely. We're so far ahead of the curve that we thought we'd get in while the fresh was hot and we could have Zoom going on. We could yeah, it's wonderful. Show off what's going on. I, I've got a Christmas jumper. That's wonderful, man. It's I, I can't believe no one's thought of this already. Like, not only, you know, doing YouTube, but also wearing Christmas jumpers. That's very clever. Weird, isn't very it? Yeah. What are you wearing? I've got... A sh well, I, I left all my Christmas jumpers in your attic. And now I've just got a shirt of crows. But I... <laughs> I think they're crows. They're crows. I've also got dinosaur jammies. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're a mess. You're a there's, mess of a person. There's a triceratops. You yeah, are the progress I'm... of evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the comet? Where is the comet? My balls. <laughs> so <laughs> that's just made it very lowbrow. We're not going to... I that's set you up for it. It's my mistake. That's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's well, here we go. So Rob has departed from the Hollowdale Manor. He's betrayed us. He's abandoned us in our time of need. Um, hence why we've been a bit quiet recently, because he's been faffing about with broken washing machines and, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's been a nightmare. I'm, my, my hair has receded in the time since I last saw you. It's been just hell. hell has it, has it receded? Has it, it has receded. Always... It has... Oh, it's gone no. up to, from there to there. Dear. I've had four colds. I should never have left. And in doing so, also abandoned all your Christmas jumpers. And also, I don't think we need to explain it, but Rob is the spirit of Christmas when he's in the flat, or had been before he betrayed us. Um, and so every year, against mine and Josh's wishes, he would decorate the flat. Now he's not here. I mean, I've still got the Halloween decorations up. That's There's no it. Christmas. The spirit There's of no, Christmas. Nothing. The Just crap half-drunk bottles of port to indicate the Christmas the tree hasn't even gone up. I did. There's no, not even a Christmas tree. We didn't. Doctor X. We got our. our yeah, where Christmas, he is? Our Christmas. He's with the Christmas stuff because he's our favorite. He's our Christmas fairy. Doctor X, the evil villain from the Action Man series, is our fairy that we put on top of the tree. And now he spends another year alone in the attic. Uh, look what. You, this is what happens when you leave us. Yeah, no, it's my fault. Take full responsibility. Yeah, as as right you should. As you can tell by the glimmer of sunlight out the window, which isn't actually it's not like that at all. I just say it's a not a it's not the winter wonderland that we normally portray at Christmas time. It is in fact a wet lump of a Christmas. This You're... is the wettest it's ever been, right? Yeah, it's gross. It's just non-stop grossness. You're the, the way the light is shining through your window at the back, it looks like you're about to be abducted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that's happening. It's got a weird kind of close encounter, third kind glow to it. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. So welcome to our interfestive podcast. We will be, we won't pretend to have the fire burning this time. Instead, we will just exchange presents remotely and discuss the year that's been. Um, it's been a it's been a funny old year. No one else has said that. No one has said that. No. no, no, no. Another first for Holiday Media. 
So it's been a bit stilted. I mean, we would have been working on at least two projects by now, but unfortunately, life and buggeration has stopped it both happening. So yeah, yeah. Uh, 2022, we'll see what happens. But for now, for now, we're just going to be as we are and this see is, what happens. This was a fallow year. This is what they call it, isn't it? A fallow year. We're doing, Although we're that said... Go- We'll go on to that later. That said, we've had quite a few things happen. Yeah, we've had things happen. So, uh, yeah, all good. Um, I figure for now, we won't have any kind of film reviews in this one. We'll just go through kind of our best and worst picks from the year that's gone, TV and film. I think you're more of a TV guy these days. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. I have I have two TV shows I want to talk about, which I want people, everyone to watch. Cool. And of my, it's worth noting, of the 25 films I reviewed this year that were new, or new-ish, uh, I, there's a big chunk in there I don't remember. Just mm. so mediocre. Did you watch uh, The Midnight Sky? No. George Clooney? Boring. No, I didn't. I didn't know oh, George Clooney was doing anything at all. I thought George Clooney was just sat in a vat of Nescafe. <laughs> uh, Stowaway? No idea. That was a Korean sci-fi, right? But I don't remember anything about it. So yeah, interesting year. Should we present? present? Yeah, yes. Should we present? Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, we fought ahead, and we've swapped presents already. So uh, behind me is a selection of gifts, beautifully given to me by Robert Edinburgh. I have beautifully wrapped, beautiful, very. Look. Very interesting feeling presents. So I'm, I'm excited to see what they are. Anyway. Right. So I've got three. We both got three gifts. Which one was first? Okay. In fact, I would like you to open the duck origami one first. <laughs> That's all right. I just want to show this off. This was Rob's first gift given to me. Four. Four. I had that done at Hamley's in London, actually. That Did you? Yeah, that's why you can see the decoration in the tape. Cost the what, wrapping why, actually. Why, cost, why is this? What is this? The wrapping cost this? more than the gift itself. Did it I, really? That I was really wrapping. Joy. <laughs> I was. It, it doesn't. I was wrapping it, and it was slowly forming into a duck of its own accord. So I just let it take its take its <laughs> own path. Oh God. Okay. Well, so do we do it one by one? Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Okay. I'm gonna cut its head off. That hurt me deep inside. I don't, I don't believe you, you just did that. I can't believe such care. I can't take it. I have to go at this. Oh ho ho! Did you start with the best one? Well, maybe. But I don't think so. I think I thought I'd mix it up this time because we talked about this Beast War for a while. Um, we this, referenced it before. Before I show it, this is unanimously the best Beast Wars toy, I think. Do we agree, agree. this is the best one? I agree, 100%. It's a character who is uh, just incredible. And I wish I could do an impression of him, but I haven't seen him in so long. What I've got is Transmetal Tarantulas. 
How cool. Do you know what the best thing, my favorite thing about it that I forgot from before is it has tarantulas written across the abdomen. If you look at the, the like a motorbike, it's, oh, yeah. it's, got, it's such <laughs> yeah, a nice touch. That'll pop up. Ooh. I think yeah, the transmitter yeah, yeah, is yeah, also good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very cool. Best thing about it, so it's a, it's a metal tarantula, but he turns into a flipping... Now, what am I missing here? Is there a wheel missing? I hope not. Oh, maybe the... Oh, oh, no, no, it's here. Oh, sweet. Turn the gun. He's got a... His weapon is like a saw. And so he turns into a flipping motorbike. He's got three forms. Vroom. I'll just see if I can remember how to... I'll see if I remember how to transform him as you open your gym. Yeah, I just to, just to plug somewhere before I do, that was from... Uh, in Milton Keynes, they have like a sci-fi museum that connects alongside to uh, a retro games arcade where they've got all sorts of stuff from Street Fighter to Tekken Tag to um, Donkey Kong Jr., all this stuff. But they had this... Uh, display case full of Beast Wars toys. I didn't even know they were on sale. And they came back and I saw that they were. And oh, that cool. stuck out to me. And I got for me, for any Beast Wars fans, I got Silver Bolt, who <laughs> looks pretty badass, um, which it's I never had the, as a kid. It's sort of the Batman character, isn't he? Yeah. Sort of um, a hero. Oh, what, what am I missing here? What present do you want me to open first? Um... Well, let's stick with the theme. Open the small one first, I reckon. Open the small one. Big things come in small packages. Yes. That's what I've been telling them. Ooh! That looks to me like a Jurassic Park Velociraptor. It's a music box. Yep. Uh. That's what I did test it. <laughs> it should, do it the other way. There should be a bit of resistance to it. Bizarre, I can't hear it at all. Um, when I did it, it was quite loud. You can't hear it? It's pretty loud over here. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Hold it in. F <laughs> I must be tuning it out. Oh, that's so annoying. It's beautiful. It's it's, it's very moving. It, you with have this, to... <laughs> yeah, you this have tinkle, to... it's very, very moving. You have to send a, a, an audio clip version of it and I'll put it on the podcast. I've it forgotten was... how to do this bit. Oh, no. This sounds like a bit in the in the first movie where like they're up in the tree, I think, and they're having a moving moment. Yeah. I saw him for... Oh. Why do you call a blind dinosaur? Do you think he saw us? I can hear it much better now. Now it's far away. Why do away. you call a blind dinosaur's dog? Do you think he saw us, Rex? That's literally the film. That's the film. Yeah. 
That's well done. So when you're sat there thinking, oh, living here, and I could be living there. <laughs> I can play Jurassic Park to cheer me up. Yeah. Although that's just going to make me want to live in Hawaii where they, where they filmed it. Well, who doesn't? I mean, yeah, honestly. true. I've forgotten. I'm going to have to come back to this. Come back to him. Come back to it. All right, fine. All right. Well, yes. Present one complete. Thank you very much. That's Thank awesome. you very much. That's wonderful. Uh, more joy to come. But first, let's have a put the theme in or something. So, 2021, uh, lots of films, lots of films that were delayed from 2020, I feel like. So, we had kind of a mixed bag. We had some of the better ones come out um, towards the end, I guess. And a lot of the mediocre ones that just sort of filtered through. And I feel like quite a lot of the films I watched this year were the mediocre ones. Um, how how was your viewing year? Um, I So I was introduced to two, I think, utterly amazing TV series. Both in completely different uh Film-wise, I mean, I only went to the cinema twice. I saw Spider-Man and I saw Bond. I thought Bond two was films very good. I haven't seen yet. <laughs> really? Yeah. Lee, well, you haven't seen Bonds yet? Uh, yeah, well, fair enough. You, do you know what? They they overhyped it for you. They tried to source you all over with Bond. They tried to blab you up with Bond sponges and you just had enough of that itchy Bondness all over your body. Yeah, I just and I think it just came out a really rubbish time. I was really busy, I think. Ah, fair enough. And yeah. I wasn't just that wasn't fussed. Everyone, everyone has told me about it and said, "Yeah, it's really good." And then, and then I just stop right there immediately. Spider Man, I've heard nothing. Only Spider Man is absolutely incredible, and it's just uh, it's it's fan service in the best possible way. It's none of it falls flat. Like with Star Wars, there was stuff where you kind of like, "What? That's how they wanted to do that?" And then, but with this, it's all. The writing team at Marvel knows how to make the fans happy. Like, they just do it right all the time, regardless of how uh, samey and crap you might find Marvel, depending on who you are. They do nail it in terms of what people want to see. They always get it bang on, I think. And this is this film is well, proof of that. Can I counter that with Black Widow? This was one of the middling films for me this year, where they didn't deliver what the fans wanted. They just delivered... CGI rubbish. It was a film that I think a lot of people wanted and were waiting for the backstory of Black Widow, Scarlett Johansson's uh, obviously character in the Avengers. But they didn't get it. They got a snippet of it, and the rest was just boring. Like this was the first Marvel film where I genuinely, if I had a watch, I'd be checking it. Because the you... CGI, the action set pieces were just boring as hell. All I know about it is I just listened to Adam and Joe's Christmas special podcast. Mm. Um, I don't know if you've heard it yet, but they Not yet. they talked about Ray Winston's terrible Russian accent in it. I didn't even know Ray Winston was the bad guy. Which is it's pretty fun. bad. And I think when I watched <laughs> it, I thought, yeah, they're going to talk about that. Yeah. I just thought that the only interesting bits were when Florence Pugh and David Harbour were talking. When they weren't talking, it was boring. It's the wrong way right. round. I don't know whether that's yeah. me. Is that an age thing? But the uh, the CGI, the action pieces were so like, who cares? They're just supposed to be human, right? Black Widow. 
He's taking falls like a champ. Really? Yeah. I reckon they give him some sort of Marvel steroid because there's sometimes you think, you know, like I don't understand when Robert Downey Jr. in Iron Man One, yeah, he's in a he's in a metal suit and he falls from the sky and plummets into sand, which is more or less concrete at that speed. And if you're in a metal suit, aren't you just going to go smush? How does he survive? Yeah. But Tony Stark is a very clever man. He probably put some padding or something in it. Some padding. Some yeah, padding. Some padding. You know, the, you know the, the bubble wrap. Sponge. Layer of bubble wrap underneath. But it's... you're not going to be able to protect your brain on the inside hitting the side of your skull. It's just going to go splat. Yeah, just a little tea towel. So, He's a clever man. He worked something out. I think they. I think there's some smush steroid that they put in the in them <laughs> that stops them going smush. That's well, my makes theory. Sense. That would cover yeah, no, off. honestly, worth it for Florence Pugh, who's now apparently in one of the series. I'm with that. But yeah. Also, Shang Chi. <laughs> I, I really, ha- I really hated it, and I think I might be the only person in the world because it was. Boring. Every year, people are raving about it, aren't they? A lot of people really like it. Don't like it. Thought it was boring. Again, I, it was the action pieces. I'm like, I don't care. Who are these people? Yeah, you've you've grown up. You don't care anymore. But it's interesting though, because I, I compared. I did. The, I compared this on Twitter. I was talking to someone about this. In one of my top films of the year, Nobody. Right, Nobody is by the guys who did John Wick. But in the sort of vein of uh, happy, I guess it was is a a regular duck, a regular guy uh, who you know starts punching and kicking and shooting. But, uh, Very much the uh, first. Bob, Oden, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the first act is very much the same as Shang Chi, and the the end of the when he sort of reveals his powers is the same setup. He's on a bus, mode of punks start kicking off. Exactly the same as Shang-Chi. But the difference is, nobody felt like a physical fight where people got tired, people got, you know, people would fall down and just catch their breath and like, what was, what was, and then they start fighting again. Shang-Chi, it was all immediately, whoa, whoa, whoa. magic martial arts superpowers. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, really? Show some yeah. risk. I I'm in no rush to watch it. I, I, I think I am large. Apart from like the big ones, I think I'm marvelled out. I, I, I'm fed up of stories. Spider-Man's the first one I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's Marvel adjacent, but Venom was very good as well. I liked, I liked Venom, and like, there's all these people think it is horrific. Like, so many people. Are you talking about Let, Let There Be Carnage or the, yeah. the first Venom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so many people like despise Venom, and I don't. I just think it's really funny. I like the. I just think the yeah, dynamic and funny, and funny comedy, funny cop. And Venom's voice in it is just so stupid and so yeah. funny. Like, yeah, it's just a very funny film. Yeah, apparently not everyone agrees, but yeah, I, I like both. Of them. I know some people who didn't think it went far enough was their problem with it. It should have been more bloody. Yes. Yeah, I, I would sort agree of get to that. that. I think they were veering towards Marvel, weren't they? taking it away yeah that's the thing if, if you're let off the leads effectively if you're not attached to a spider-man movie then you kind of have free range to do whatever you want with it so why not push the boat out far further why not have him eating more people why not have more gore maybe there was a wasted opportunity there 
And I think the R-rated, you know, these days, R-rated gets people in the cinema. It did with Deadpool, didn't it? So, mm-hmm. yeah, well, maybe talk about R-rated. There's, there's some interesting ones. I think we'll do do a more formal top and bottom. I think, but for now, Ooh. while we're still sort of chatting, what's your uh, what's your TV series? Picks? Okay, so I've got uh, two that I want to talk about. The first is uh, the Great. Um, I don't know if you've heard of the Great. Um, it is a period comedy, right? Now, if I normally, if I see a powdered wig, I, I run for it because I hate anything like that. But this is one of the best comedy series I think I've ever seen. So it's loosely based on the rise to power of Catherine the Great, who was like the Empress of Russia. Uh, stars Ellie Fanning as the Empress Catherine uh, and uh, Nicholas Holt as Peter III. And it's, yeah, so it's like a satirical comedic drama that is extremely fictionalized. Um, and it basically portrays Catherine in her youth and her marriage to Emperor Peter the Third. So she's from like Poland, which was formerly Prussia. I've literally, never got... even heard of this. It's it's absolutely fantastic. What is um, this on? It was on Hulu, but now I think if you got Prime, then you get access to Stars Play via Prime and Amazon ah. at the moment. They're doing a deal where it's one pound a month for three months. And which gives you enough time to watch it and cancel your subscription if you want to give it give it a go. I don't. I think there's some other good stuff on Stars Place where it might be worth it. But yeah, oh, Evil Dead was. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, Emperor Peter is this kind of like narcissistic, cruel, booze-loving moron. And Nicholas Holt it is his career best performance by a mile. He's absolutely hilarious in it. Um, but yeah, he kind of just humiliates his subjects purely to get a laugh, like from his like high society friends. I mean, and he's having sex with one of his best friend's wife, like openly, and he discusses it with him. And the guy's having like a crisis about it. He doesn't care. Um, but then Ellie Fanning's Catherine comes in, and she wants to. She's very liberal and forward thinking, and, and kind of wants to shape him to be a less old school, tyrannical emperor, and make modern changes and and catch up with Paris and London and etc. And it's her battle to make him a better person than eventually sort of plot against him. Uh, but it's, it's so, so funny. I couldn't recommend it more. Um, hmm. Okay. I, I, I'm getting um, vibes of... Oh, what was it called? The guy who did think of it made Death of Stalin. Yes, it's, it's very similar that, to that. As you describe it, that's what I'm seeing in my head. It's Death of Stalin meets... I mean, it's got... It kind of, in a weird way, it reminds me of a dynamic in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where there's all of these <laughs> there's, there's all of these excellent characters in it who are scumbags in their own special way, and they all form different alliances each episode. Like, there's someone that, like, Catherine might hate uh, someone, but then realise that to get what she wants, she needs to team up with them, and then they realise that they can mutually help each other out. And it's all everything involves tricking Nicholas Holt's character into agreeing to something for the benefit of them and yeah and it backfires in all sorts of ways but yeah cool it's, it's so good um the other thing I want to the other series I want to talk about briefly is Raised by Wolves which is like I you're you're Mr. Sci-Fi it takes me a bit a bit longer to get into sci-fi things and I always ah, find them too late I've heard of this yeah but this this is a it's Ridley Scott executive produced. It was created by Aaron Gusikowski. Uh, yeah, 
And he, yeah, but uh, Ridley Scott, he directed the first two episodes. Um, I think this is also on Prime, but it's, yeah, it's very good. So, so it centers on two androids, father and mother. I've stolen this from Wikipedia, by the way, this this paragraph, because I couldn't be bothered okay. to write my yeah, own yeah, sentence. Yeah. Father and mother tasked with raising human children on Kepler 22b after the Earth was destroyed by a great war. As the burgeoning colony of humans threatens to be torn apart by religious differences, the androids learn that controlling the beliefs of humans is tr- is a treacherous and difficult task. So, yeah, it's really cool. It's got Travis, Travis Fimmel from Vikings in it, which is a huge plus. Um, but yeah, it has this amazing 1950s sci-fi production design quality to it, which I really like, which I think is, you, yeah. you've said to me, yeah, yeah, it's quite yeah. fashionable at the moment, isn't it? Um, it deals with like loads of different themes, like the hypocrisy of religion, uh, artificial intelligence, and how smart should they be? How, how far do you go before you reach genuine human emotion? Um, yeah, it's a bit slow paced and heavy at times. I don't think it's for everyone, but it has good kid actors and yeah and it has a really good relationship with these two androids mother and father because they're they're basically fake parents but it reflects kind of how a a real life father might feel inadequate when comparing himself to how crucial the mother's role is it's it's very clever and it has all this these layers yeah i um also could not recommend that one more it's very very good and what's that on that i pretty sure it's on amazon prime i think that's why we watch it and, and the series two comes out in february okay it's like it's, yeah, um, i've heard someone talk about that one i'm, I'm curious about that it's got uh, a good level of gore as well as there's good and there's good guns and you know weapons and the ship design's cool it's yeah it's just it's just cool i mean for all of these reasons you need to also watch the expanse this final series has just come out um like so all the best series it's finite so it's not going to go on forever this is the last season it's just come out um yeah again i've recommended it many many times space stuff is realistic and cool so that it's not just planes in space like star wars it's literally big rocks that go oh, and nice. you know it, if you get hit you're dead basically there's no ah the phasers have bounced off the deflector shields it's like a bullet's gone through the hole and blown up the person that's used head. So, oh, yeah. nice. Oh, very cool. So what, how many series are there of The Expanse? Six. But they're not super long. I think there's ten episodes each. Oh, my. So, yeah. oh, yeah. It starts off as a, as a film noir detective show and ends up as a galaxy-spanning interdimensional war. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, Highly I'm recommend. totally on that. We'll watch that next excellent cool well i don't think i've seen any tv series the only one i'm looking forward to uh because as of recording it's not out yet the book of boba oh yes of course yes yes really excited about that. That's... what's that the 29th of january the 29th 29th of december 29th of december yeah sorry yeah yeah soon I can feel it mm. Just sampling the boba. Mm. Whilst we're uh, on the, well, I don't know if you want to talk about things you're looking forward to the most next year, or if you if you want to do a present first, or go for it. Okay, so I, what is coming like next year? There's, there's, I mean, 
Jurassic Park's been stabbed to death for me by the last two movies. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because I know what happens at the start of the the third Jurassic uh, World no movie. Faith. No faith. I'm looking forward to one scene, which is the 65 million years in the past scene. Um, if that's even you've already seen it. True. Have we? Oh, I have. Have you? What, where did you get this footage? They yeah they 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 revealed it. I saw a, I saw a photo. Oh no, mate! They've they've put out the full scene. Seriously? Yeah. Well, do I watch uh, it now or do I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you want, we can do a live reaction. Go for it. Watch it now. All right. All right. I need to blow I'm my good. nose as well because I've got I've got a bit of a cold. I'll be right. I think I'm I've worked back. out while while Rob's disappeared. There's Tarantulas with his. Yeah, he's flipping awesome. I can't remember his voice. Is it like, yeah, I'm Tarantulas? It's like that. Yeah, yeah, Tarantulas. Mad scientists. Jurassic World Dominion. Probably the first one that comes up. The original. Oh, five minutes. I don't think we can watch that, can we? We can skim through it. I can't skim. I can't skim through this. No, I was. <laughs> you watch it live action. Okay. We'll right. speed you up. As if they've done this. This is dumb that they've done this. Yes, it is dumb they've done this. I now don't want to watch this. <laughs> Do I want to watch this? Up to you, Am mate. I'm going to ruin it for myself. You enjoy it. I promise you that. I don't know if I should. <sighs> Why don't you watch a minute of it? Cut you off at sixty seconds. I'll time you. Trees. We've opened with trees, but they're special. They're, they don't look like normal trees. Mountain. Snow. Maybe. Maybe not snow because it's dinosaur times. Legs. Insect. Itchy dinosaur leg because it's twitching. What have we got? We got it. What is that? Dreadnoughtus, I want to say. That's not that's not a Brachiosaurus. Why have they released this? Why have they released five minutes of a film early? Ornithocyrus. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it until a big dino big T Rex thing comes okay, and then I'll right, stop. Fair enough. This is so stupid, man. Why would you not save this for the cinema? It's ridiculous, isn't it? They and a month ago they released that as well. It was ages ago. Oh. This is pretty cool to be fair. Oh, cool.
What is that? Sorry, that's enough. That's enough. Yeah. Yeah, enjoy Why are they, why are they showing? Why are they released that? Because, because released I that? assume because people have given up on it. And they wanted to draw people back in. 2.5 million people have seen the clip I've got in front of me. Can you imagine if Jaws came out in 1975 and they showed the first 10 minutes of that before the people seen it in the cinema? I know. I know. It seems mad. Doesn't but to be honest, sense. though, is it any more spectacular than Walking with Dinosaurs? I liked the, well, the thing with Walking with Dinosaurs, you've got the narrator, haven't you? Yeah. Um, you've got Kenneth Branagh over the top. Um, whereas... I bet if you got some audio from Walking with Dinosaurs and put it over that trailer. You think it'd be better? I think it'd be better. Boom, boom, boom. I, li I, liked, I liked just being immersed in it. I mean, I could watch two hours of that. Well, I just saw. Well, yeah, I mean that's the other thing, yeah. Why but then not? you, you would ruin it by putting him stupid, stupid Matt Man. What's his face? Uh, Ga Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. Galaxy Man. Speaking Everyone's favourite. How do you feel about Chris Pratt playing every single character in the world? <laughs> I'm we, sick I mean, of him. We've skipped all that. We missed all that, didn't we? Chris yeah, Pratt I'm just playing... sick. I'm, I'm so sick of him. Um, but it's not his fault. He's a good, funny actor, but he's just we. Uh, it's just been saturated with him. Everything's been saturated with him. I also think um, lovely Spider-Man. What's his name? Tom blah blah blah. Holland. Yeah. Uh, they have you seen how they've cast Uncharted? They put him and Mark Wahlberg as Sully. What? The Uncharted games. Yeah. So, Two actors who are nothing like the characters in the game at all. And everyone's everyone's moaning. This is not a new moan. I'm sure people are thinking, shut up. I've already heard this. Mm. It's stupid. I don't know what casting directors are doing these days. Can't, can you not actually just hire actors who look like they should play the parts? I don't know. Yeah. Dumb, yeah. 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 Anyway, big, big distraction. The other, I'm, I'm looking forward to Scream, which I think is out at the start of the year. Um, yeah. And I'm looking forward to the Lord of the Rings TV series. And I yep. don't think I care about Robert Pattinson's Batman, but the, it does have the Riddler in it. Maybe it'll be good. Maybe he'll be a good Batman. I, I don't know. But apart from that, I, 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 I've forgotten what's out. What well, I've got a, got a long list. So, um, yep, we've got Scream, um, Morbius. I am actually really excited for Morbius. Didn't know anything about it until I saw... Uh, Venom. Really? Saw the trailer for it, yeah. I uh, stopped paying attention at Jared Leto. But maybe, I'm, I need to stop hating our actors. Maybe maybe that's my problem. Mm. There's Jackass Forever. Amazing. When you can hear them all crunching like crisp packets as they fall over. It's funny that they uh, they did this at the end of Jackass One. They 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 aged them all, didn't oh, they? Oh yes, they did, didn't they? <laughs> Two, I can't remember. That was a joke but, then. And now it's real. Now they literally all have grey hair and croaky voices. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two. Apparently, the first one's good. It's very good. It's very good. I've and this it. this the this trailer got me excited for two because it's got knuckles and tails in it. 
the Northman. Is that the Viking one with That's... Anna Taylor-Joy? Is that Robert Egger? Yeah. Is it? Is it this one? I think it's that one. Yeah. Yeah, that looks really cool. Yep. One I've been looking forward to for ages. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now, as mentioned, not I'm not that fussed about Marvel, but the title of that makes me want to see it. It sounds Ragnarok-y. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, Bob's Burgers film. Oh my goodness. I guess, I, I guess Multiverse of Madness has the capacity to be the one that really sells all of Marvel's future project, projects, doesn't it? Because they can throw in, oh, yeah, we're still doing the X-Men. That's going to come up. Fantastic Four, here you go. Look at all these different portholes that are opening that are showing all of our money. Uh, speaking of, yeah, Four Love and Thunder, July. Uh, also coming out in July, Rachel and the Unicorn Diaries. That's either a children's film or a very, very Very adult film. film. Yeah. Yeah. Aquaman. Tomb Raider 2. Really? What? I didn't get past the the fox chasing scene in in the first movie. I turned it off. I hated it. Yeah, you were right to do so. I think it. It very much followed the new gritty video game universe. Right. Therefore, it was quite boring. I thought. Uh, I thought she was miscast as well. Uh, um, her name? She's very good in other stuff, but she was miscast in that. What was it called? Spider-Man, Spider-Verse Two. Yes, Spider-Verse. Spider- the first Spider-Verse, best Spider-Man I've ever seen. It's amazing. It's incredible. Animation's great. The story's great. Casting great. And then the bloody MCU got their fingers in it, didn't they? Stole the idea. Yeah, no, that's true. They literally, it literally is. Unbelievable. But, but for, for good for good reason, the, the new Spider-Man movie is one of the best Marvel films, easily. Mm, all right. It's like Ragnarok, Infinity War, this, maybe. I'd even, I might even put this above. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Okay. Oh, and obviously Halloween ends. Speaking they they of didn't need to do a trilogy. Faith. They didn't mm-hmm. need to do a trilogy. I don't know what they were thinking. How can you make... Uh, it's so dumb. Never mind. First one, great. Second one, oh dear. Third one... Do we, I, don't, I don't suppose we reviewed uh, Halloween Chills, did we? God. I didn't, I didn't bother. I didn't, I, I, I didn't bother watching it. I, I uh, read all the reviews and I mean, quite unprofessionally couldn't be bothered. There's some good stuff, but not enough. It's just a copy and paste job, that is. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, a few things to look forward to. Some... I mean, there's probably a lot of stuff here that I just don't know anything about and will love. Should we do a present? Uh, Downton Abbey. Oh my goodness me. It's going to make a, a lot of people era. very happy. Downton Who's Abbey, a new era. I hope that's set in like the 90s, about neon and stuff. A new family takeover. Hey, it's cool, bro. 
this Snoop Dogg who's a big Downton Abbey fan. Who? There's Snoop Dogg. He loves Downton Abbey. Or I'm talking. Or I'm. I'm completely wrong. There's I wouldn't some, be surprised. There's someone who you just wouldn't expect to like Downton Abbey. I'm hoping it's Snoop Dogg. It's just very strange. But um, yeah. Is it present time? It is present time. Right. Um, this one's my second one. Your second one is that bland is the gynecology box. Okay, yeah. and yours is the smaller, more squidgy box. This one. Or the smaller one. One on your one. that one, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll open my one first. Weirdly, we've um, got some interesting gynecology, yes. Just uh, so it says Orchard Diner. That is literally from uh, a gynecology department. And oh, I, I, at first, I didn't. I, I my, my girlfriend, she's friends with a, with a nurse. But wait, I need to talk you through that. What the hell is. What? Do I need to talk. Wait, stop. I need to talk you. Stop, stop. I need okay. to talk you. All right, let's talk about your one first, shall we? <laughs> 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 Rob's always had a dream, had a singular dream that he would get a coffee enema. Thankfully, you can buy an enema kit for use at home. You've got me a home enema kit, Adam. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it comes with eight interchangeable tips. So I Good. guess that's multiple use. Uh, an enema reservoir. Yeah. The worst two words ever put together. <laughs> Silicon hose, yellow stopcock water flow. Wow. It's an enema kit. Yeah, congratulations. Have... And you can, uh, you can, uh, you're welcome, say you're welcome to your other half as well. Who will have to obviously do it for you. <laughs> Help me do it. Okay, I can't, can't wait to show her that. Okay, um, thank you so right. much for my enema kit. Okay, proceed. Now, my gynecology kit. Am I just opening it? Just putting out yeah, the Yeah, crack on. Yeah, so that, that is from the gynecology box. It might be inside. Oh. You've got me. A potato. Now, I haven't just got you a potato. Okay. What that potato is, is a symbol of the poem I'm about to read you. Because I've written you a poem. Because... The yeah. worst kind of gift. But it was hard, okay? So, well, here you hold go. Hold up, you can all just stare and visualise. Alright. Hello there, dear Adam. How lovely to see you. As we record... speaking. This is the... <laughs> It is the potato speaking. Okay. Hello, Lady Adam. Adam. How lovely to see you. As we record this podcast, this year's nearly through. And although it may not be Hollowdale's best, we did hunt a Sasquatch up in Fetford Forest. Some may say we're not the best monster hunters around, but that's because I cocked it by recording Bigfoot without sound. But this poem goes further back than last spring. It goes through all the years and the joy they did bring. It was 2006 at Hitchin Centre for the Arts, where Evil Dead 2 first conjoined our young hearts. We'd drink by the half-pipe each day if we could, 
Hey, remember when they hid the drunk janitor in that cupboard? We also went to Rome. It now feels like a daydream, which is hardly surprising. That absinthe turned everything green. Once college was done, we went our own separate ways. But once uni was over, came our finest of days. A few years of boozing and some rubbish jobs later, we came back to Hitchin and formed Hollowdale Media. With Josh that makes free, with dreams for the taking, and the need to get good at this thing called filmmaking. We made short films about clowns, ghost sharks and a reporter, but our opus was Quaggers, bringing four teens to the slaughter. We've done Horrorcon once, last time just us three, but next year we'll be back with a multi-award winning short movie. Two Halloweens of horror over 31 days. Also during lockdown, we had that really weird phase. Horses, cannibalism, and a skeleton we dragged. And the very next Christmas, boring Bill's jiffy bags. This year I moved out and left you guys as two. But rest assured, there is nothing that will split me, Josh, and you. But there are plans, plots, and schemes for our next big quest when Hollowdale Media next put their powers to the test. I'll stop here, my dear Adam, for I've spoken lots. You enjoy your potato in its gynecology box. Well, well. Clippy, clappy, clappy. Very good. Well, I'm sure you're very pleased with this. I've... Also, I can build my own Iron Man suit. You can! You've got everything you need. You can power it with the potato. That's a very good poem. Well done, sir. Thank you. Um, I... Just to end on that, I would have thought. That probably would have been wise, but I didn't want you to... I didn't feel like the potato was the gift. I didn't want to end you with a potato. <laughs> yes, we haven't really gone into our Thetford Forest experience too much, have we? No. We haven't. We'll so, pick that up in the new year, I think. Maybe we'll release that as a special edition and then do a proper one yeah. as well. <laughs> we'll, like, we'll do this a is how the proper not... one. Look what the other one was. Yeah. We'll do a how not to do a monster hunting um, edition. This is how you don't hunt monsters. Yeah. That's a yeah. teaser. You'll find out more about that next year. Ooh. Yeah. Now then. Uh, did you watch any Christmas movies this year? New ones? Any. Any. Do you know what? What did I watch? I watched the first 20 minutes of A Christmas Chronicle. All right. Uh, watched Krampus. That might be it. I started watching Gremlins, but then stopped as well. Just got caught up in something else. Really, this year... Lack of lack of Christmassy feeling. Um, I yeah, like I only watched Jingle All the Way, Arnold Schwarzenegger's now cult Christmas classic somehow, um, which is just a a funny old film. Um, I think we were talking about it the other day. You said that Arnie was kind of miscast, and you yeah, it should have been a like should have been an everyman. Should have been a um, what should be anyone really? Steve Martin's what I've got in my head. Sort of an old guy. Who who English would have been good in that role? Who indeed? Guy from Love Actually. Gangly man, my family. Oh yeah, Nick, yeah. So, uh, Nick, yeah. True. Someone you wouldn't expect to be a hero at the end. Because yeah. Arnie's already built. It's not a surprise well, to see him in muscles. 
Yeah, he's perfectly fit into it. Um, do you know, but my favourite thing about it is that he punches a reindeer. And I wonder <laughs> if the director was a Conan fan and was like, you're going to have to hit this animal. Um, Arnie's, famous, Arnie's famously quite an animal lover. Like, he, uh, he has, I think... Donkeys or llamas or something in his like ranch, but yeah, he's always punched animals. He's been like a kind of advocate for animal violence towards animals. In two Conan movies, he hits an animal, as far as I remember. Is in every film, it's in both films, he punches an animal, isn't it? The camel? Yeah. Does he apologize? No, he, I can't does he apologize the to the camel? Maybe he apologizes to the camel in the second one. But yeah, he comes back and he smacks the reindeer in the face in this one. There's a really... Well, Jingle All the Way is a very cynical Christmas film. It's very... Um, the Christmas joy at the end is very incidental. You just, turn, you just They bump into each other, don't they? Like, yeah. Just, he didn't earn the uh, the relationship with his son. Oh, no, Jake well, Lloyd. The, the son just says, uh, Oh, I don't need the, the Turbo Man toy anymore. I've got the real thing mm. as my dad. Now this is pod racing, he says. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they, they've got this weird character who's like the neighbor, who's this sleazy man who all of the other wives in the school, all the single mums fancy. And I think he's, he basically mm. sleeps with everyone. And he's trying to sleep with Arnie's wife and hit on her loads, despite them being next door neighbors and him being Arnie. And it's just a really weird plot mechanism of her just constantly having him around to help out this weird sleazy neighbor, which I didn't get. Uh, the comedian Sinbad is in it as like a damn on his luck. Oh poster. yeah, God. Yeah, he's trying to get Turbo Man for his kid, um, and he, it's him versus Arnie throughout. And then there's like a bomb scene with a postman, with a with a policeman. The policeman gets blown up by a bomb. Yeah, I mean, a, a lot of it wouldn't fly today, but that, that is often the case with these movies. Um, well, it's in yeah. that weird period as well when Arnie just started doing comedy. Yes. But the comedy's ways in worked because he was the butt of the joke. He wasn't the one trying to be funny. Yeah. I'm thinking the kindergarten cop is the is the quintessential one. He's just being Arnie. It's just the world around yeah. him is being weird or you know They kinda have that in, in Jingle All the Way. No, but Put he's trying to be down. funny. That's what sort of puts me off it, I think. Put the cookie down. Yes. That's 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 where that's from. I didn't even I forgot. Mm. There you go. Very good, but yeah, it was it was all right. It was good. I enjoyed it, but I didn't. I haven't watched anything else Christmassy um, at all. Oh, I Home, Home Alone two. The closest. Oh, I watched a bit of that. Well, that was on TV. Um, the other one I, I watched. Oh, this is horrible that I'm now this person. I watched someone react to It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. I didn't even watch It's a Wonderful Life. I watched someone react to It's a Wonderful Life. But interestingly. I still felt, I still got <laughs> watching someone react to it. Did they, quite, did they get a quite an impressive up? film, I think. You know, the, the woman at some point, she picks up tissues. <laughs> I'm going, oh. oh, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay. so she should. It's, uh, I would be worried if she didn't. Mm. The first yeah. time watching that. It's, uh, it's just been a bit of a weird year. Even Halloween didn't feel particularly Halloween-y, I thought. No. No, it didn't. Yeah. Oh, well. I don't, I'm sure it's not just age. I'm sure it is just the fact the world is burning. Yeah, um, yeah. The year sucks. I think um, 
if you put me, uh, uh, you and Josh in like a spooky house for a month in October and none of us had to work, it would be the best Halloween ever for mm. like bar none. It's just the fact that we were really busy and stressed and there was no time to fit anything in and it just didn't spook as, as, as well. It was just a, yeah, the, the it just didn't feel up. right. Didn't feel right at all. And it was really warm. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Um, well, let's move on, shall we, to the... I've already mentioned a couple. But I'm going to go through some of the, the worst films of the year. We'll start down, end high. How's that? Okay. Now, you've definitely seen a couple of these, or heard me talk about a couple of these. So feel free to chip in. Um, I want to say the... First worsty of the year. Free guy. Hmm. Ryan Reynolds is a, a lovable computer sprite who falls in love and brings down the game system because he lives in the MMO and blah 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 blah. blah. Yeah, I hate didn't, it. Didn't get it. Didn't get half of it. This was a okay. real worrying this was a real like oh god i'm an old man because they were doing stuff like fortnite dancing and i was like it's from fortnite i know that much and they had famous youtube personalities oh uh, god, like yeah stuff it's Hates so it really and the worst thing of all was when uh they had just star wars stuff out of nowhere the captain america shield and then Oh yeah, Ooh, and that as well. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently that was apparently that literally was Disney uh like invested in the film and they just added all this stuff in. But it did feel like that. It felt added in. Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I um I was very bored. I think I fell asleep. But um I might have been drunk when I was watching it. Um but I yeah, I didn't get on with it. Yeah, didn't was not a fan. Also the the, the world he was trying to destroy to rebuild it just looks like a terrible game that would close at the end they he brings back the miracle world the game that it should be without all the guns and gangsters and and gta references and just made like this really bland boring game that no one would play and it would no. die on its ass yeah it looks naff oh, yeah. the film was the, the film was not for us i don't think at all i think, no, that's, the I think that's that's safe to say The Justice League Snyder Cup. Yeah, crack on. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rob's got a weird thing about this because it's really good. The I Snyder just find... Genuinely, yeah, it's a different film. Is it? It's, it's so different. long. Isn't it like four hours or something? It is long. They do break it up into chapters. You don't have to watch it in one go. Okay. But I would say the first half was much better than the second half right because I think me and I watched it with Josh and we did stop it halfway and then had some food whatever came back watched the second half and we're like oh, no fine now it's just the same sort of formulaic stuff but the honestly the all the character set up and stuff brilliant um, it was too long no, without a doubt too long but as an experience compared to the original significantly better 
And some of the best uh, moments were just the character introductions. If you watch anything from the Snyder Cut, maybe Flash's introduction, I think you'd enjoy. Okay. All right. I might it's give those it little something. moments that I think I'll piece it together. Is it on anything? It was on Now TV, so presumably it's on Sky. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I'll give it a go. I don't know why they released that car and they didn't release the butthole car of cats. <laughs> Did you hear about that? More Someone demand, I think, maybe. I think there's probably more demand to see the cut of cats where the bum holes weren't edited out. I, I, don't would, know, I certainly. I think I'm all right. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Even if it was out, I think I probably wouldn't watch it. I have been begging multiple people to see Cats with me just because it's on you can get it for free on TV because it's so uh, obviously internationally renowned for being the worst film of the the decade or whatever Mm. but I want to watch it I just want to see why I'm I'm very fascinated I might watch it later just to just just do it yeah I'm interested I wanted to experience it man Slipping over back to the worsties of the year. Uh, number two, I've got The Lockdown Hauntings. I feel, oh, a bit, I feel a bit bad for this one because it it's small town. It's, it's really, you know, it, it's us. It's our level. Um, it's independent. And it was filmed during the early months of the lockdown in 2020. Um, so everything was against it. Low budget. Even some actors, one act in particular, who auditioned for our film. So that really shows you that it's, you know, we're on par. But my God. The thing is, because it was made in lockdown, um, it was marketed above probably what it should have had. So there was a bit more around it than perhaps there should have been. Um, So in watching it, he's just disappointed because it's not, it's been built up so much as it was made in lockdown. It's blah, 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 blah. It's a murder mystery, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, it's like, yeah, whatever. So yeah, I wouldn't recommend it at all. I think it's uh, it's an interesting, what's the word? Relic of its time, maybe, but yeah, I think you're better off watching. Who was the comedian? Was it Bill Burr? There was no. I, I was just trying to think of his name. Let me Google. His uh, white Google woman's that, Instagram was, was in it. White woman. It was. It was something like that, wasn't it? Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham. Yeah. Bo Burnham. That was inside. Yeah, that was. That so came good. out. That came out a lot later, not Dan Horton's. But yeah, I think if you're going to watch anything, that's the one to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah, skip the lockdown. It really jumps into the um, loneliness and isolation of um, lockdown whilst also being very, very funny. So, yeah, I definitely recommend that. Uh, Okay, skipping back over to the top. Now, I'm torn on this one. I'm going to go for the one that is also quite independent, um, also one that's more relevant to us and really ticks all the boxes in my head as opposed to the more uh, mainstream uh, equivalent and it's Psycho Gorman oh 
Psycho Gorman is a joy from beginning to end. It is a cartoon of a film. Petty displays of wealth. How can your short lifespans allow such narcissism? Yeah, but look at all the hunky boys. I do not care for hunky boys. Uh, and I love it, absolutely love it. It's um, I bring up the guy's name, so I always forget it. The the man who made it, uh, I followed for quite a while now. He, uh, Stephen Kozanski, famously did The Void, um, Man Borg, which is fun. Uh, he did the short film, uh, Biocarp, melting, uh, right. which is very fun. He's kind of a special effects whiz, and he's independent. Um, he makes his own stuff. He's a Canadian guy, and yeah, just really ticks all the boxes. Um, another film I reviewed this year is called Clapboard Jungle. It's a documentary about being in the film industry or trying to break into the film industry. And Stephen Kazansky was one of the interviewees in it, and he made the point: don't try and chase funding for filmmaking. Get a job, pay for it yourself. And that's like the spirit of independence, and that's everything I love, as opposed to the subject of Clapboard Jungle, who was just tearing his hair out, trying to do it the proper way. Mm. So yeah, Psycho Gorman, um, it was on Shudder, but I don't know if it's on anything else now. I love the, the, um, the Power Rangers villain design. That oh, was yeah. my favorite. I mean, we both loved the, the scene of the council. Uh, the Space Council of bad guys or whatever. They were something else. They're literally, like, beautifully designed characters. Yeah. Well, they're just so, like... And they still have that built-in-your-shed vibe, which I think is really appealing, I think. Especially yeah, the brain guy, who is the best character ever made. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, well, that's the thing. Psycho Gorman, I think it's easy for people to go, it's an 80s rehash. Oh, you know, it's inspired by the 80s, Stranger Things and all that. It's not at all. Psycho Gorman is 90s. Psycho mm. Gorman is straight out of our childhood. I think yeah. Power Rangers, big influence, especially not just the council, but there was like a, a fight scene in the jungle when all the yeah. other demons appear. Taste of my magic, witch master. <laughs> <laughs> No way, lady. You chose this, now live with the consequences. Worst film of 2021, in my opinion, of the films I reviewed, I should just say, Army of the Dead. Ugh. Army of the Dead is the most boring, repetitive, obnoxious, hack fraudy pile of garbage that I've seen this it, year. It looked, not only was it like, in no way did it have any of the charm of any of the of the dead movies at all. It was put together so fast that they didn't have any time to address the many technical flaws with it, with the pixel, for example. And oh, yeah. <laughs> like the, you know. Just to explain, was, there was a stray pixel apparently. I don't think I spotted it. I never spotted it, but it's kind of like, I mean, it became a meme in itself, didn't it? How do you, how do you, 
people pick up on that sort of stuff. If there's even a minor detail, people, that's going to be the focus of the film. It's like Game of Thrones with that plastic water bottle. You need yes. to edit that out. You need to just get rid of it. I don't, you know, it's, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Just don't make it so people can take the mickey out of your already bad movie that's really rushed and has no likable characters. Well, Army of Dead characters is the big thing. Army of Dead, it's so stock. They're all cardboard characters. Um, I think the bad guy is the most obvious bad guy ever. Mm. It's just sinister suit man just standing there like, oh, no. Um, the characters as well. The whole thing, the whole setup is just a ripoff of all things of aliens. To the point where one of the characters was even uh, a red bandana wearing sort of Latino oh. machine gun wielding. It's just the whole thing was just very weird. And it's it should have been fun. The concept was fun. Uh, a casino heist during a zombie apocalypse. Great. But then it just had all this other stuff in it. I mean, again, I mean, and this isn't something I do often. I think these are the only two films this year I watched drunk was Free Guy and uh, <laughs> and, Army, and, and this. And I fell asleep in both of them. So, and and just to counter argue that there was a third, um, I was encouraged to bring alcohol into the cinema for Spider Man. So I was pouring Disarono into my Coke during it. You're the worst drunk. type of cinema goer. I, what you I was just revealed. I sat in a place where I wasn't disturbing people. I was very quiet. I did have to go for four wees, but um, I stayed awake for all the Spider Man because it was very good. And I, I didn't even need to fall asleep because I was completely enthralled. But those two movies so badly sucked. I'd say uh, Army of the Dead more so. I, I hated it. it was really Army of the Dead also was just so long. It was about, yeah. I don't know, an hour too long? Half an yeah. hour and push. I think it just lacked, like... I mean, if you compare it to, like, Day of the... To, to any of those movies... Which one's the one with the mall again? Dawn, Dawn of the Dead. Dead. Dawn of the Dead, yeah, 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 sorry. Dawn of the Dead is so... Um, I don't know, you can, you just get completely immersed in it. The isolation and the the, the, the loneliness, like that, that whole mall, there's vast scenes where it's just those three and there's not really much going on except for those guys try, trying to plan and work out. And you really get into, uh, like, what are they going to do next? How do they solve this problem and stuff? And this was just put together trash and schlock and crap and it just so and it like i say rip off of aliens they were trying to do the same kind of thing with a lot of it even the helicopter there's a scene where they completely shot for shot ripped off bishop arriving on the shuttle at the end of aliens it's just, just it's, a rip it also off has that, finish. it also has that netflix gleam of uh sub par which gives me a metallic feeling in my teeth that I can't explain when they use too much CGI and it just looks, it's not yeah, pleasant it to watch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Which is weird because it was shot on, um, it wasn't shot on digital, it was shot on film. Yeah. There were all these, you know, there was lots of focus stuff going on where you had people out of focus. Yeah. It was all properly done like, non-digital effects in camera effect but it just it just looked rubbish
coming on to the top pick, my top pick of 2021, and I think it is for a lot of people as well. I don't think you saw this in the end. Malignant. Was Malignant the... Oh, you did see it, didn't you? Was it that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Malignant is the most fun I've ever had in the cinema. I think I genuinely laugh from beginning to end. Like, with the film, (laughs) not at it. The opening is like Garth Marenghi. A lot of the content in the middle of the film it feels like a Spanish soap opera. It's just so ludicrously over the top. And it's just... A lot of people have the theory that um, James Wan just used the money from, like, uh, Aquaman. Just, you know, blank check, just giving all the money, which is like, whatever. Just to make his own weird film. And uh, that is what the vibe feels like with Malignant. It's very silly. It's very stupid. It's very slapstick. It's very... It's just silly looking. But then, yeah, like you say, like the Spanish opera stuff in it, but there's a lot of like physical violence in it, which is just very, very amusing. <laughs> it's, it's well, a lot of people reference the fact that it's, it's like a parody of a Jalo film, like Italian horror, which you can see in a lot, and a lot of the soap opera stuff, especially. But by the end, the violence in the film is like a Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> I, I, I almost stood up and clapped during the end. I was loving it. <laughs> just thinking about it now. And the reveal was so like, oh, was so just like, oh yeah. my God. That's <laughs> uh, exactly the same with me. We we're, were like, oh, yeah. look, look. I don't know if it's out on anything yet, but when it is, oh, oh, you can buy it. You can now buy it on Prime. It's not free yet. I, oh. I need a read. I need a rewatch of that, I think. The funny thing is, it's got so many low reviews. And it's it feels horrible to say, but I think you do have to sort of know the genre to get it. Mm. I think. And it sounds awful and gatekeepery, but I do think it's it's written for people who've seen that kind of horror, I think. Right. There's a bit well there's that moment when uh I, it's not really a spoiler, but the girl reveals she's pregnant. And the camera goes, there's no need to be that dramatic. Oh, God. Yeah. Absolutely incredible film. I'm well glad worth watching. Put, I'm glad you've chosen that one as, as the winner. Oh, that's good. I'm definitely going to watch it again very soon. The Now, the film I would have chosen as pick, but I've left it out because I didn't actually review it. It's Last Night in Soho which is the Edgar Wright film, that, between that and Malignant, those were the most fun I had this year, I think. Um, both of them both of them have that kind of uh, retro feel, but not, but doing its own thing. And I just highly recommend Last Night in Soho. I think it got, I think it got missed by a lot of people, sadly. Um, but yeah, I thought it was, highly, I thought it was very good. I think... Um... Edgar Wright, I mean, he is a very, very skilled director. Like, there's just stuff, he's, there's, there's not really anyone else out there like him. I know it's kind of, uh, I don't know, maybe an obvious thing to say, but like, he makes watching a movie very, like, enjoyable just with the sort of shot choices he does. I, I don't know. He's just, no one else does what he does. And it's, it, 
it's just very satisfying. Very, very visual, isn't he? It's very I visual. think the only, it's the only person I would compare him to it might be Tarantino, but for different reasons. Yeah. They know, yeah, both I know, know their mean. stuff, and I think they, 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 they draw on a lot of previous film experience, I think. Yeah, they do, um, which is fine, which is, there's nothing wrong with that at all. That is, uh, just everything's been done, so it's cool to add yeah. more strings to your bow by doing what old directors have mastered. It's, it's, it's a good thing, and it keeps people enjoying those techniques. I would say techniques. that Edgar Wright definitely is more original than Tarantino. Yeah. Um, Last Night in Soho has the feel of something older, but as far as I, I'm aware, it's quite unique. Um, yeah, and just really, 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 really solid performances, especially from uh, from the core cast of two or three. Maybe not John. John was a bit of a wet blanket, but I think he had to be. So yeah, I highly recommend that. Do watch that. Didn't get a chance to review it this year. Um, that's why the crown went to malignant i think you would have done anyway to be honest but yes so there we go that's the top of 2021 according to me me oh going for it interestingly i feel like we've without planning it i feel like we may have themed them you think you see what i mean you go first whoa what the f- So Rob is a very childish, childish man. So I bought him a game that I thought he might enjoy. I thought I was like, I felt this when you gave it to me and I was like, this is a Beast Wars toy in a box. <laughs> yeah. they've, they've been in some shop. They've re-bought out freaking Megatron or something. Yeah, but I wouldn't have you, shown you, would I? If uh... No, you wouldn't have. But you've gone one better. And you've got me Gussie Gus. Rob was very impressed by Gooey Louie, who I feel like most people have played in their in their childhood, if not more recently. So I thought, let's give him something that no one's ever heard of. Gussie Gus, the gut-busting game that's a hoot when you toot. So... So, would you feed him? I don't understand. Yeah, so, I didn't actually look so at it. So one. So, uh... Gus loves to eat. Pick a card to feed him. Right. See his belly bulge when he eats too much. Watch out. Gus may pass gas on your turn. <laughs> Thank you for my farting toy. <laughs> this is brilliant. This is this is a I can't wait to play it. This is a fantastic gift. We have right. themed How? Am I right to think that we've themed it correctly where this is gonna be a toy of some sort? Yes. So we've done gynecology and um, um, enema. enema. Yeah. Childhood favourites in Jurassic Park and Beast Wars. Yeah. Oh my God. Look at that. It is a machine gun nerf thing. I, I, I assume it, I don't know how, if it's semi-automatic or what. What's his name? It's got his name at the bottom of the... It's, uh, it's the shockwave. RD15. Pretty cool. And you see, you see there's got a big gap. There's a barrel, so it's like a Tommy gun. Yeah. So what? next time we have our nerf fight, you're going to have a bit of an advantage. Well, I'm going to definitely paint this up and make it look all <laughs> spacey. 
Oh god. Very nice. Well, this is this is this is beautiful, I have to say as well. Like I'm very happy. Um, I, I mean, <laughs> yes, yeah. Ah, oh, nice. That is cool. I mean, a kick bad. ass and chew bubble gum. I'm all out of bubble gum. Excellent. Well, I should attack Josh with that. Oh, yeah. Yes. Do shoot every bullet at impossible. Look at that. Yeah. Mine's excellent. I'm just going to hold this. Uh, yeah. Very good. Thank you very much. Awesome. No worries. We are the most childish men. Yes, we are. Oh, apart from your enema and my poem. I mean, <laughs> buying a man, a 32 year old man, an enema is somewhat childish, I would, I would argue. <laughs> but I have, it find is what I've always put, wanted. And when you find out, I put chili on the end. <laughs> yep so looking forward to seeing the video of rob uh rob getting that done also i've i think i've I don't know oh cool i've worked that it out awesome. oh i remember yeah I remember it's really this. it looks top heavy but it does stand up pretty quite cool. nicely yeah. is he complete he is complete I'm... unless there are there weren't any rockets with these. I don't ones, think so. Like, because um, this—I I was wondering if the place I might go back. I might go back there and just buy all of them. I'm really tempted because this because this guy was complete, and his missiles fire out of his wings. Still, he's complete. Like, and I think the rock, yeah. the the traditional missiles were only with the first one, but I think they stopped them after yeah. that. Some kid got his eyes shot or something. I think. Well. Check this out just quickly. You see how fast that was? Yeah, that's awesome. Pretty cool. I think I had I think I had both of these. I think I had that one as well. They're both I was looking inside the thing and they're they're both really cool. Uh, but they, there's some really cool other ones I didn't have, so yeah, maybe we maybe we need a trip to the sci-fi museum. Maybe that's a future video idea. Yeah. Yes. So yes, um, quick summary on, I think a quick round off of Quaggers is needed. We won in seven festivals. We were not selected for 13. We were semi-finalists for two. And we had one honorable mention. We've been screened at LA twice now. <laughs> We've still not been screened in the UK. That's due to happen in May next year for Horicon. So it's it's absolutely insane that we've been screened in LA twice. But we've won way more awards than I've thought possible. Um, so thank you to everyone who've watched it, everyone who voted, everyone who judged, and just, yeah, everyone for, uh, for their amazing support over the last, well, two years, I suppose, now. Yeah, um, thanks. That's cool. So yes, very, very, very good. safe to say that as soon as we're streamed in uh, Horicon, that hopefully will be in May, um, that will be us putting it to bed, I think, that short film. Um, the whole point of Quaggers was to 
use it as a fundraiser for bigger films and I think that will be the next thing we focus on um, maybe a couple of short films uh, here and there as well so yes start of a long journey I think but uh, yeah we're off to a very good start I agree yeah quite quite the quest quaggers and uh, yeah it'll be off you know I feel I think uh, going to Horicon and seeing it actually screened and being there in person and seeing people enjoy it hopefully uh, that's going to be the icing on the cake isn't it and yeah like you say then we move on to uh, we put it to bed and we move on to, to the next story yeah that's all that's that's it for for this year's festive special that's all we got I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to plug this enema into my bum hole <laughs> I'm going to load up my gun and I'm going to shoot at all your stuff <laughs> fair play understandable <laughs> cool well with that I'm going to put on my Christmas hat notice how more, much more festive I am compared to Rob this year he's the changed man he just yeah. wears crows now oh, I lost my soul my soul what? is dead how, how is it possible to put on a paper hat wrong there it is there we go right yes with that, uh, it's too late to say Merry Christmas, but have a wonderful, wonderful, happy new year. And yes, we'll see you very soon. Yes. Happy new year to all. Have a very good night and morning after. Yes. Goodbye. Bye.